Thanks for tuning in to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. As little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. what's up how's everyone doing um so today 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 i am alex uh the graphic designer i am joined by uh mr matt munos producer mm -hmm. extraordinaire and we're going to be reviewing the paramount plus tv show tulsa king that has been uh written and um executive produced and produced by taylor sheridan who you may know from shows like uh, yellowstone or 1923 to 1883 um and this show stars uh, the great, the great Sylvester Stallone. Hey yo, hey yo, Polly. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Uh, let's kick this off. Um, you know Taylor Sheridan, man. So if you know his resume, the dude cannot stay away from horses. I mean, <laughs> he's a, but he's a fabulous writer. Um, the first time you know you ever heard about him was, of course, for his work with Sicario because he wrote Sicario. Yeah. Then he went on to write uh, Hell or High Water, which I think is one of the best. Uh, I think is one of the best movies of all time, um, in my opinion. One of the best neo uh, neo westerns. Yeah. And then he went on to direct and write Wind River, and then he eventually did, um, which is I think is fabulous too. And he did uh, the one with Angelina Jolie and John Bernthal, Those Who Wish Me Dead or something. Oh I yeah, yeah. I didn't see that one, but. But he's mainly acclaimed for the shows uh, Yellowstone and, of course, the prequel series that he's done. Um, but then last year, he came out with the, this little show starring Sylvester Stallone called Tulsa King, where it's about a mafioso dude who comes out of retirement. Um, well, technically, sorry. Um, he gets himself caught up in, in a crime situation that he really did not want to have anything to do with. But he had to go to jail for 25 years, kept his mouth shut, and now he's back on the streets. And he talks to his boys. His boys are like, and they all work for the mob and everything. And they're like, we're going to send you to Tulsa. We want you to set up your own little empire from there. You give us some money um, from there and, you know, keep doing your thing. You know what I mean? So that's the central premise of, of the show. And it's written again by Taylor Sheridan and, and also someone named Terrence Winter, if you don't know, uh, or not Terrence Winter, sorry. Um, wait, is it Terrence Winter? Let's see. I want to say, I don't think, sorry. I get mixed up because he's one of the writers for um, Sopranos. Mm. Um, let's see, real quick. Let's see. Uh, Sorry, I should have checked. Yes, Terrence Winter. Okay, so Terrence Winter, if you didn't know as well, 
he also wrote um the wolf of wall street oh okay i just watched a couple just a week ago and uh was it was it was insane i i, I yeah. love that movie um so you get the taylor sheridan flavor of being very um you know very heavy dark a lot of horses running around and everything you get terrence winter who's done the wire sopranos and stuff like that but he's done wolf of wall street which is very comedic but also very serious too yeah so once you think of these two guys coming together to write something you kind of think yeah this you would kind of think something to be a little bit more serious and dark um so i want to throw it to you matt um what were your expectations when you first heard about this show this Tulsa um I had no idea what the premise was going to be, but I saw Stallone in the suit, you know? So I figured he was going to be kicking some ass, taking names. For sure. And and he did in the show. He was badass. He's like return to form of the badass Stallone. Yeah. Um, what I really thought was kind of fun and uh, interesting was that, you know, Stallone, mainly known for films like Rocky and Rambo and stuff and, uh, you know, Tango and Cash. Having yeah. a big presence in the 80s. Yeah. This show does feel um, very very 80s-ish. Like if it came out of the 80s in some ways. Like maybe something of uh, the likes of which like Knight Rider or Baywatch. You know? Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that, it's not story-wise. Because this is more of a well better well-produced show. Something of the lines of like Sopranos. Or uh, maybe like Breaking Bad. But when I heard about this. Uh, initially, I thought it was going to be a lot darker in tone. Mm -hmm. And um, I was surprised to be like, well, this is, it's not really like that, but I'm still enjoying it because there's a, there's a good amount of comedy in this. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what you thought about the comedy, Matt, but uh, I think we've talked about it before and you really, uh, you really enjoy the comedy and whatnot, right? Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah, my favorite line, I'll just say it real quick, but he punches this guy, and the guy says, oh, I'm going to call the cops. And so he grabs the phone. He goes, here, let me get the phone for you. And he hits him with the phone. Like, that was yeah. my favorite thing. I don't know why, but it was just so funny. <laughs> there's there's some great moments in this in this show. And, um, you know, with the, with the beginning of the show, starting with him coming out of prison, being sent to Tulsa, he meets up with this guy's driver and uh, this kid um, named Tyson. And um, eventually... Uh, Stallone or his character's name is Dwight Man Freddy, aka known as the General, because yep. he was named after Dwight Eisenhower. Um, he asks him to be his driver, and he pretty much uh, um, Tyson drives him up to this weed dispensary in Tulsa, which yeah. is weird because um, I don't think they really explain it too well, but. I don't think it's a recreational weed dispensary. I think it's more medicinal. Um, I don't know. You 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 might have an idea, but I I, I um I thought it was funny because I looked up in Tulsa that they do have recreational weed available. Oh okay. yeah. So there's that. But um, he essentially goes in there and and asks the dude and and tells uh, this character played by Martin Starr. His name is Bodie. Yeah. He's like, "You're gonna work for me now." Pretty much puts him in extortion. Yeah. Saying like, yeah, he's help him. Yeah, and then uh, that that scene is amazing. Um, Tyson takes him to a good hotel where he supposedly won't be, uh, you know, uh, screwed around with. 
Yeah. And so then um, he asks him to go buy a car. Uh, he goes, gives money to Tyson. And the next day, Tyson's like, uh, yeah, they wouldn't give me any money. Uh, they wouldn't give me the car. Yeah. And there comes that moment that you're referring to when he goes to the dealership. And they're like, yeah, just because because that dude, the, the car dealer was, was fucking racist. Yeah. Because he wouldn't let him give it, you know, give him the car and everything like that. It's like, so you think, you know, because I'm dressed up like this, uh, you don't talk to me, but you won't talk to him. And he's, and he has that scene. He's like, oh, you want to call the cops? Let me give you the phone for you. And he does yeah. that shit. And <laughs> that, that shit was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but um, so he gets, he gets, uh, works with Tyson. Then eventually he gets to this great hotel called the Mayo mm. and finds out about it. Then he runs into this, uh, goes into the saloon called the bread to buck and meets up with this character played by great Garrett Hudland. I forget his name. Yeah, He's great. But, um, yeah. And he's a great character too. And what, um, what's really just interesting about the show is that granted you got to put a little bit of suspension disbelief into the show because it's not, it's not too serious. Um, it's very comedic. It's not very tropey like much of those gangster films you've seen in the past, like Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, but it tries to have it tries to have fun, and um, which is not completely what I was expecting, and because uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit more serious in tone, gritty, and um, I'll also give this point out is that I think story story wise it could have been a little sharper, you know. Yeah, um, I don't know about you, but, you know, some of the things that happen where, you know, I mentioned the suspension of disbelief where it's like, OK, you got to buy into this, even though this is probably not how it would happen in real life. Yeah, I mean, him beating the dude up with the phone, he probably would get tasked with assault or something like that, you know. Hell yeah. Or, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And um, and then there's a lot of like there's a lot of plot conveniences. So because later in the in the show, um you know, he, he, he's at the saloon and he runs into this girl who, uh, you know, they sleep together and everything. And, um, later in the show, at the end of the episode, you find out she's works with the ATF, the alcohol firearms yep. and, uh, tobacco. Yeah. Know. That was a surprise. Yeah. Which is kind of, I mean, I would say is it's a little bit of convenient, a thing to throw yeah. in the story, but you know, it is what it is. They kind of want to, you know, uh, you know, kick kick off the show with some interesting stuff and so that's how they're gonna do it um so there's that and from there on uh, there on you know you you start meeting all these other characters that dwight becomes friends with and he starts running this little empire and yeah. um you know I, I don't know matt what did uh so talk about the whole plot and everything and you know some of the conveniences and whatnot but I think we can both say that, you know, we both had a lot of fun with this show, oh, especially yeah. with, with Stallone uh, front and center, right? Yeah, no, I told a lot of people about this show because I don't think anyone's even heard of it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I told a lot of people that it's tons of fun, like Stallone kicking ass. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's almost like um, it's almost kind of like a fish out of water story in a sense where he's coming out back into the world from being in this the the can for a long time yeah 25 and, years man yeah 25 years which and i mean i also got to say man like in part of this is part of the convenience or one of the flaws i have with it is like he's got to let someone know there's got to be something that happened in jail 
that yeah. he let slip. There's got to be, and I think that will happen. They'll they'll might be there might be something in season two that might allude to it. Um, but you know he he wants to take over this whole place. And another funny thing about it is uh, there's not a big gang related. Uh, you know, no. there's not a big gang because I remember there's that line when he's talking to um, Bodie. To Bodie, he's like, what, "What does he say, Matt?" He says, uh, "Like I'm gonna keep people away from you." And he's like, "What people? What people? Like, there's no one here. Like you're the fucking bad guy." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like who's running this place? And he's like, um, "Nobody." Like <laughs> like yeah. all, all that kind of stuff. And it's it just makes for great banter. And so then Stallone is uh, you know puts him extortion pretty much, but. Then it's like, let's go talk to the weed guy. Yeah. And they meet up with a guy named Bad Face. And, yeah. um <laughs> That guy like, is cool, man. Like That, oh, that when, dude is When dude they is met, awesome. I was just like, oh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, So, I mean, without, you know, getting too spoilery, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll talk about the basic stuff in the beginning. So if anybody that gets is interested in watching the show, we'll let them digest this portion of the review. And then mm. as we get into further into this review we'll talk about spoilers and whatnot but um granted as much as i say you know there is like a lot of plot conveniences um and plus the tone seems a little fluffier and and and, and uh story-wise feels a little fl fluffier it does have charm and it yeah. does have heart at times because you because even though this dude who went to prison you figure out eventually like what he did and um yeah. he was in i mean he was, you know, it wasn't because without getting anything away, you know, it, it's sad. It's sad for Dwight and the stuff he has to handle with his daughter. Yeah. Um, she has some grievances about him. And um, there's characters that uh, that are that revolve around him that have certain things going on. And you kind of you feel bad for him in that kind of sense. Yeah. And um, and. Even there's uh, even the driver uh, Tyson. He has his own dilemma going on. Yep. And so it 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 brings the story around to where you care about these characters and makes it you know makes it charming. Um, it's nothing Shakespeareish or anything like that, but you know it's just overall fun. Yep. Um, and it does. I mean, I kind of thought about this too, and I don't know if you watched the show, but have you seen Ted Lasso? Yeah, I think I've seen uh, the first two seasons. So. And, you know, talking about gangster movies and stuff, um, there's a gangster comedy that came out in the back of the 90s called Analyze This yeah. with De Niro and, um, and Billy Crystal. If I had to say, like, what kind of tone or what the show feels like, it's it's like Ted Lasso and, uh, and Analyze This. Mm, that's a good comparison. Because the characters are very charming. You know, it's not too serious, but there is that seriousness about it. It does yeah. have a little bit of that tonal... Um, distinction and I talk a lot about tone because I think that I want to say it's a big problem with this show but at the same time it didn't bother me as much because I still really enjoyed this show overall yeah um, so and it, it's not too deep it's the, the show is not too deep revolving around Dwight trying to understand the rest of the world yeah but you know it's it's fun that's the overall that's my overall, uh, you know, consensus is that it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. What do you What do you think about the charm in the show, Matt? Uh, that really kind of, or 
Well, was there anything that you you, you kind of gravitated towards when watching this that made you just um I really like that like uh he stuck to like his old school principles of things like uh not like and he wasn't like some macho man dude you know what I mean like he was a he was a thinking fucking guy you know and like he felt shit too like um kind of spoilery or whatever but like you know he when he gets out of prison it's in the first episode though uh, he has a meeting right away with the new boss of the family, which is the old boss's son. And the guy's got no respect for him, you know? And he comes out and right away he's like, hey, I did 25 years for you fucking guys, you know? What is this shit? And what I didn't understand was right away there's two dudes watching the door and he tells them, like, hey, don't stand behind me. And like, yeah. And they're not giving him the respect of like, dude, this guy was in a place where you had to watch your back for 25 years. You don't want no one standing behind him. You know what I mean? yeah come on yeah and then yeah they give him tulsa and what i liked is that instead of being all pissed off about it and shitty he's like fuck you i'm gonna earn big then you know what i mean like you want me to earn i'm gonna earn big yeah and it makes you kind of and this kind of make you sad about the fact that you know they're kind of pushing to the side and being like this uh the city doesn't belong to you anymore or it's just not it's not for you anymore it's kind of past your prime and um you know, without getting too spoilery or getting too in the show doesn't get too deep with it. But yeah, it does feel have that fish out of water kind of thing where it's like he's he feels like he's a little out of his element. Yeah. You know, and um, but also he's trying new things. And so it's it's comedic in a sense. He's trying out yeah. weed, even though he smoked it before. Yeah. Um, there's a great scene in the car. I won't give anything away. But uh, when he's like playing with Bodhi with yeah. some weed <laughs> um, and and um there's it does have but no it, it i think i think we can actually now go into a little bit of spoilers so if you guys want to check out the show we highly recommend it yep but now we're going to dive more into the spoiler territory stuff so i'm gonna actually give a little bit more of my thoughts and uh you know talk about like what are some things that you know we really loved about it um so some particular highlights that i have for the show um and I think we can both attest to this. There's a great scene where they all, all these guys, they team up and they're going after this, this biker gangster group. And, um, and, but, oh, and I, and I forgot, um, you know, if you guys are still sticking around, even though we're going to be talking about spoilers, uh, the show does revolve around these guys that come into the fold in Tulsa. That's, it's a spot, it's a biker gangster group and, yep. uh, they're running shit. And, that's almost the one of the sub conflicts that Dwight has to deal with, and um, there's this there's this part where they're trying to earn money, Tulsa's or uh, Dwight's group, by selling nitrous gas, and it's kind of like yeah. laughing gas, and they go to this whole big carnival and they're doing it, and the biker gang comes up and is like, "You're stealing away our our, our grub, bruh. Get off our get off our you know get off our block," and they start fighting them, and then. Bodie and um Tyson get beat up. They go tell Dwight and they're like, These guys they beat us up. And Dwight's like, We're gonna we're gonna start war. Yeah. And so they go up there with the guys from the cannabis shops. Tyson's dad shows up. Yep. I mean it's it's crazy. Who, and who's they, played by Black Manta's dad from Aquaman? I don't really know the actor's name. Yeah, but that was I Black Manta's that. dad in it. Yeah. That's so cool, dude. Um and they play war, what is it good for, and stuff like yep. that. 
Yeah, yeah, that and, fight was cool because that reminded me of like the Patrick Swayze movie Roadhouse. Like that was just an old school brawl. Like, oh, it was cool. Yeah, um, yeah. In this in this show, you know, with the idea that you know it is not, it, it has that suspension disbelief. It does have that eighties vibe. Yeah, that's still, still you know, but it, um, man, it just it just has so many great lines. Um, there's that one line that Stallone gives when he gets pulled over by the cops, and he's like, um. I got a 357 Magnum in my jacket. Yep. That if I shoot you, I can put my uh, I can, if I I'll shoot put you, a hole in your chest the size of a fist. Yeah, said. I can put my fucking fist through. You know, yep. <laughs> that line. That line was sweet. Yeah. Um, but uh, what what were some of so and, well, you should tell him the thing that he didn't even end up having a gun. He was just lying. <laughs> yeah, he was lying. He pulled a. Uh, if you've seen Gran Torino, he pulled a he pulled a Gran Torino. On yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I know you mentioned the whole phone thing, which, you know, it was it was not it was just nice to see, you know, Stallone just, you know, just beating up people that are just stupid. Um, yeah. What was but what was another highlight for you? Um, let me think. Yeah, I really liked when he met bad face. That was great. Yeah, like they're they're just their initial meeting was awesome. Um uh my other big moment that I remember was it was at the end, um, towards the end, I think it was the second to last episode. But eventually in the show, he ends up meeting this lady that owns like a, a horse ranch. Yes, yeah. Okay, I forget her name. She's a famous actress, but um she was in Tombstone. She was the girl that uh Kurt Russell fell in love with in Tombstone. That's where I remember her from. But anyways, she uh she owns this horse ranch and he just starts talking to her, you know, he's just being cool. He's not trying to get nothing out of her. But eventually the one of her ex-husbands meets him. And I her like that uh, dude. Her name is Dana Delaney. Dana yeah, Delaney, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's awesome in the show. She's cool. She's kind of a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, her ex-husband meets him. And what I liked was the ex-husband was just like this older white dude, like skinnier, tall guy. Uh, but you could tell, you know, he had money and shit, but, uh, that dude wasn't afraid of Stallone at all. Yeah. He was, he was, he was cordial with them, you know, bullshitting a little. And then finally he goes, let's cut the crap. He goes, I know you, you're kind. You see a woman of means, you know, you want to, you want to fleece her. And he's like, oh, yeah, so I'm doing it. And, uh, that was just like, I was glad to see someone finally in the show stand up to Stallone, you know? Cause he told him like I'm gonna keep my eye on you and shit. Like that was cool. I wish they would have done more interactions, but I was glad to see that. Yeah, that was a standout I, for sure. I de- I definitely think we'll we'll get more of those that kind of interaction in the uh, in the second season, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's that whole line after they have that interaction, and he's like, um, Sloan's like, I kind of see why he's a prick, yep. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and they have that whole. Um, they have that uh, great dinner scene yeah. together. Yep. Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, and then, so as the show's revol- uh, it continues. The, the the ATF gets more involved with what Dwight's doing, and then yep. you know, um, the gangs, the the motorcycle gang works has some dirty cops that are kind of working with them. So they kind of are a little get connected, and um, there's also um what is it an informant for the atf that is working with 
the um the motorcycle gang. Yep. And she runs into some trouble and stuff like that. Um, so there there's all that. I mean, and uh you then you get Chicky and the relationship with Dwight and his daughter, yeah, and how they eventually come together. You know, it's um it's very interesting. And I I I don't know. I like shows where there's there's conflict. There's like two different conflicts going on, <clears throat> where you have you know, for example, the motorcycle gang, the ATF, and then, um, and then his past. Yeah. You know, so he's he's facing all of these different corners of um of conflict, I th- which I really I like. think we should tell them also since we're spoiling it what he exactly went to prison for because that was a big deal to me. For was sure. that he wasn't some because you know they said oh he's a hey man for the mob and shit they say like when they the atf talks about but yeah he may have done that shit um but what he got caught for wasn't some malicious act or whatever it was actually an act of mercy because he was in some building with one of his partners in crime and shit and the guy ended up getting a I think he was handcuffed to a radiator or something yes yeah it was yeah. a burning building yeah and then and, and then something fell on him so he couldn't get up and like it was some heavy ass thing there's no way they could have moved it so instead of letting him die of smoke inhalation which would have been horrible just burning up the the, yeah well he would have died of the inhalation first but um like uh you know he gave him a mercy kill he just shoots him in the head so and kills him, I, shoots him. yeah and that's what he ends up getting the 25 years for is that murder yeah so yeah he's not a bad i mean yeah obviously if he's a killer he's a bad guy but what you see in the show, he's not a bad guy. Yeah, he has heart. He has loyalty. Yeah. Um, I mean, it does kind of abide with some of those uh, those gangster films where uh, certain mafioso characters have that loyalty, and they're like, yeah. "I'll do anything for family and friends and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. And um, with with that uh, event that happened, you know, that you get to see happen and unfold in, in, in real time till like the last episode, um, building up to it. There was a bunch of people that surrounded that event, like Chicky, and also this character named Armand, who goes by Manny. Yep. And he gets paranoid because he sees Dwight in Tulsa. And he's yeah. starting to think that Chicky is um Chicky sent Dwight down there to go kill him. Even though I don't think Chicky knew that Armand went down to Tulsa because he left after the year after the event. Yep. And he was and 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 you know, you get more about Armand. And Armand, uh, and then Dwight, you know, eventually finds Armand, and he's like, uh, "Why are you trying to kill me?" Because he because Dwight does the, the the driving instructing thing, he tries to get his yeah. Brother. Well, Armand tries to kill Dwight when he's doing yeah. his driving test. Yeah, tries yeah. to yeah tries to kill Dwight, and then he confronts him at his house, Armand yep. at his house, and he's like, "What? What the fuck's going on?" And they have this thing where it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like two guys are incidentally. Beating each up, beating each other up for an accidental reason, or yeah. for you know for the wrong reason, or both. They're essentially assuming they were both yep. essentially assuming, but um, they didn't know, and that that's you know that's fair. But <laughs> but Dwight going in there beating him up is insane, yeah. bro. Um, yeah, and his wife comes home, sees him on the floor. I don't yeah. recommend that at all. But um, but no, Armin's like saying, you know, uh. Yeah, I thought you were gonna. You, know, you were sent down here to go kill me, and um, he mentioned something about how Chicky 
there's something about uh he, oh yeah armin was gonna kill dwight because he thought because he, he thought uh dwight ratted him out in prison yeah and that's why he pretty much moved yep. so there was whole that, that whole dynamic but then armin becomes friend of the group and he kind of helps uh stallone and everything and then eventually there's another guy that works at chicky that comes under dwight's wing and he's like you're gonna you know be friends with this this motherfucker yeah and um the whole conflict going on between chicky and uh you know the original mobsters they have their own thing going on and uh chicky's dad is the head of the table yeah and he has respect for dwight and loyalty for him but chicky is that that pissed off privileged son that mm -hmm. is like oh you don't like me as much as this guy yeah and takes well, it it's out. kind of like the, the tale of the prodigal son he's the other son you know like yeah. white returned and he's not feeling the love no more yeah and then you know late in the show you find out that you know um you know chicky chicky kills him yeah and you know and you don't really i saw that coming a mile away like, i did too i did yeah too. it was just so projected but there he's watching his dad in the tub and it's just like, oh, man, this dude's going to drown his ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there is – yeah, there. I mean, look, there is – and I'll talk about some of the convenient stuff, the flaws, you know. Um, again, yeah, there are some story points that kind of are like – that. Are, it's it's convenient, but, you know, it's, 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 it's there to serve the story and push it forward. Um, yeah. There's that whole thing with Bodhi, who is um, – you know, who's selling weed at the store and becomes extorted by Dwight. But then you find out later that he does crypto. Cause that then, was, yeah, that was a bit much. Like, Cause then his place gets raided by the FBI or the, yeah, the FBI and the ATF yeah. because they all get caught. And the guys who are working, uh, the, the, the ball trips gang, uh, they, you know, they, um, work alongside with the cops, the dirty yeah. cops, and they go raid his place. And so then, uh, they don't find the money but also the another convenience was garrett hudlin's character got all the money out from yeah. the yeah well another convenient thing i'll tell you too is like i worked at a weed shop before and like a pretty successful one all right well in bodie's fucking weed shop he has half a million dollars in a little wall safe that you could rip out the fucking wall we had a fucking gun safe and we had nowhere near that kind of money in it you know what i mean <laughs> Like this yeah. guy had half a million dollars in a little portable safe, and then he has eight million dollars in crypto. Like, get out of here with that shit! Like, oh, he's that kind of, and then even the ATF. This guy's in everything. Oh my god! Like, get out of here, dude! I didn't like that. Yeah, there. I mean, yeah. There's, and you know, I look. I as much as it's fun to poke holes in certain stories and whatnot. Yeah, it's almost like putting putting someone down, uh, just just for laughs. It's not, and I and you know I'm I I think everyone's guilty of it of doing that. Um, yeah, you're smacking that Marlboro. Um, <laughs> but uh, but um, as much as much holes we could poke into this show, I, I I mean it doesn't degrade from the fact that you know I still really enjoyed it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think you can attest to that as well. Yep. Um, let me see. I'm trying to f figure out. Uh, and he tells Bodie, you think you're the only criminal in town? Like, come on, so cheesy. <laughs> no, and also I got a question for you. Um, because I thought about this. It uh and I wrote this in my notes, and I might be wrong, but um 
it did it feels like the show does have stakes but sometimes it does lose kind of folk it does lose focus of having them by playing out these events with no consequences yeah um do you kind of did you ever feel like that was sometimes the case with the show at points um i think it definitely derailed at points to where it's like i don't know I, I don't know if I could have wrote anything better or anything like that. No, I don't think I could either. And that's the thing, yeah. guys. That's the thing. I mean, even as much as we like to poke holes in it, I'm, you know, I'm just we're I'm just giving my criticism yeah. of the show. I mean, it's yeah. everyone's got an asshole, you know, you know. Uh, um, but again, man, like, you know, to cut it, you know, to cut it slightly short. Um, granted, there's a little bit of suspension disbelief. Um, this awkward, this I won't say awkwardness, but this this weird tone that it has, I think works. Um, I wish the storytelling just was a little bit sharper and grittier because going into this, I thought it was going to be a lot more. It was going to go harder, yeah. you know. Um, but overall, you know, I think it's a very fun show and it takes an interesting premise and runs with it um, in a very different way that I was going to expect, that I expected, you know. When, yeah coming into this um yes i would would i have liked to see this premise that be a little bit more gritty and darker um coming like what taylor sheridan has wrote for prior yes but it does have a lot more fun than his other projects and you definitely can see that with the writer of wolf of wall street combining with taylor sheridan yeah you know um and yeah despite its despite its conveniences and whatnot it does have a good job of, of capturing what um what a slightly serious gangster property could be by sacrificing that gritty reality. Yeah. And um, I think it, I think it kind of warrants it for a lot more people to enjoy. So I know yeah. friends that don't like, I have a great buddy of mine who doesn't like gangster films at all. Mm. Um, I don't exactly know why he has, he has a weird taste, but you know, he, I think it's, you know, the sense of the glorification of the gangsters. You yeah. Know, them kind of, and there's also a sense of gangster movies where they don't really get caught. Like there's yep. not a lot of you know consequences and whatnot, so they're kind of slick. But um, I think the charm makes this show really work. It has a yep. lot of fun. The characters are interesting. Yeah, I think the dialogue. I think that that's not that's something that we also didn't mention. I think some of the lines in here and some of the dialogue is great. Yeah. Um, Taylor Sheridan and I think Taylor Sheridan and both Terrence Winter have great dialogue. They they know how to write great characters yeah because they had you know they had different characters of different uh backgrounds and all that shit you know what i mean like and everyone seemed authentic it wasn't like yeah. spitting out generic ass like verbiage and what i also liked about this is that um even as great as stallone is um you know and this is kind of his really his first time being a gangster um he doesn't outshine any of the other actors the other actors yeah. all complicated yeah yeah, he like, lets other people take the spotlight too. And you even have some like I mean the two other familiar faces, the really the only two other familiar faces I know in this show are Barton Starr and um and Garrett Hudlin. Yeah. I've barely seen a lot of their work. I know Martin Starr, you know, from the homecoming, Spider Man Homecoming. Silicon Valley. In Silicon Valley. And um I think he did that show Party Down, which I haven't watched, but I've heard it's good. Um and Garrett Hudlin from um he was in that movie Triple Frontier with Ben Affleck. I didn't watch that because um, I, I do want to watch it. But um, then he was in Tron Legacy. I think yeah. many people know him. From That's Tron what Legacy. I remember him from. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So 
And I think he would honestly, I mean, I love I think Pedro Pascal is, is great in Last of Us. I'm wondering what Garrett Hudlin would have brought to the table if he played Joel. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, I think because I kind of get a little bit of a Joel vibe from him a little bit in this show. Um, but I also want to, you know, given my overall thoughts about that, you know, that I did really enjoy this show, despite you know some of the problems it has, because every show has, pro- has problems, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I, I overall enjoyed it. Um, I want to give your overall thoughts, but also I want to ask you after that, what do you think is going to happen for uh, the setup for season two? Okay. Um, um, overall, yeah, I love this show. I can't wait for season two. I was really happy they announced that. Um, because I didn't pick up on this show. I guess it came out when in October or something, September. It came out of twenty twenty two. Like, uh, I think it came out like late November. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't see it till about a month ago, maybe, maybe a month and a half. November, but, uh, it came out November fifteenth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so it was a big surprise to me. Um, and I'm a huge Stallone fan, so like, I just didn't. I don't think I had Paramount Plus is a problem, but um, what's it called? Uh. Yeah, it's just a fun show. Like, they get into stuff, and it's not too over the top or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, everything seems pretty uh, grounded. Um, I won't say it's over the top. Yeah, I won't say it's over the top, but I think some of the things that they do, it's grounded, but it doesn't. there's not too many consequences. Yeah. But, again, I still really, you know, enjoy that part. But uh, go on. So, yep. I mean but as for season two, I don't know. Maybe uh, – well, now that the old boss is out of commission and the new guy's taking over, I think he's going to want to go to war or something with Dwight. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a big part of it. Yeah. And he's probably going to hook up with the biker gang dudes and take them on. That's what I think. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, so with the, this end, the end of the show, you know, he revitalizes, not revitalizes, but he uh, he pretty much kind of um, adds on to the Red Two Buck and makes it kind of like a lounge. Yep. Kind of looking like a cl- more of like a club from New York that like ma- the mafia gangsters would work at or lo- or, or be at. Um, but then he uh, at the end of the show he gives the money that uh, gave a million dollars from Waltrip's account to yeah. um 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 what's her name i know the actress's name you see i'll pull it up uh stacy who works for the atf and he yeah. has a like a growing relationship with her because she lost like, her job yeah she lost her job and she also got shot by waltrip yeah. on the second to last episode yeah and so out of respect he he gave her um some money and um he even told her she even told him, like, you know, I'm going to lose my job and shit. Yeah. Um, but then at the end of the episode, she pretty much turns that in into the ATF. Yeah. So she could, uh, even though sacrificed a relationship with Dwight, she gave him the flash drive so then he can get caught and then he gets arrested at the end of the episode. Yeah. And even his daughter is there, too. And she's like, is this are you are we doing this again? Yep. And he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And it ends with him, you know. They kind of did it like they did in Blow. Remember in Blow when he came back and he like told his daughter, like, oh, no more. I and he ends up getting caught like right by her. I haven't seen I haven't seen Blow. But is that oh, the one? Oh, really? That's the one with Johnny Depp, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah about George Young. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny. It's like all for full circle thing where he comes out of jail, but then now he's back. So, yeah. I mean, in terms of what I would think would happen, I mean, I do think maybe Chicky will definitely get more involved. Um, Who he's I a wa- great actor too. I first saw him in Entourage. He was uh, Vinny's cousin. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. He, oh yeah. We gotta. I gotta give some respect to um. Yeah, the guy who played Chicky. He's he has a great fucking New York accent. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. love that dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's great in that role. And um. I part of me was like, are they gonna do something where they're gonna kind of? I don't want to say cheapen out, but is he gonna get bail immediately? And, I hope not. I hope he's in jail for at least an episode or two or something. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. see how he's handling himself in there. Probably won't break out. I mean, I think no. it'll be. Fu- I think it'll be fun, but I don't think. I think it's a different show. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, I think a lot of his 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 pals that he's made, they'll probably rally up and help him get out. Yeah. It might be a whole court case or something, but no, man. Um. They yeah, they shot this show in like five months. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Um, okay. Or less than that, honestly. Um, they yeah. shot it last year, beginning of last year, and they they had it come out at the end of the year. So I mean, I hope they're you know they're working on the the second season. Yeah, and I, I'm hoping that more big actors see this, and I know Schwarzenegger already did because he's got his show coming out, Fubar. That it looks, I don't know, if, I'm not gonna say that. similar to this, but it looks like a return to form for Schwarzenegger as a badass, you know? Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping more big actors take on these uh, TV roles. Because like I said, if you can get a good show out of it and a good character, you can shoot it in five months or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's some a lot of positive there. I mean, so, even with yeah. – I think a lot of those stars, those actor stars, I think they're really um, gaining a lot of attention from the audience if they're in a TV show more than the movie. Because yeah. the movie the movie could suck, right? Yeah. Back Back then it was all about the movie star. But now I think really if people have Netflix or Hulu or HBO Max or Paramount Plus, they can tune in at any time yeah. and watch the show that has this huge star attached. I mean, I think, you know, um, this is the girl from um, who's the girl from Notting Hill and uh, Pretty Woman. Uh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. She was in she's in a couple shows now for like stars. Yeah. And um, I mean, now you're getting Stallone, you're getting Arnold. On all these shows and Harrison Ford, even yeah, like Kevin Costner, you know, yeah, Dolph and Stan, Helen Mirren and shit, yeah, and Helen Mirren. So, um, well, I was gonna say, I remember uh, Robin Williams said it that people asked him, like, hey, you know, what, what do people most know you for? You know, blah blah blah, your characters, and he said they know me as Mork from Ork, and they're like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, because I was on TV in everyone's house, you know what I mean? He's like, everyone saw that shit, so that's yeah. how I, you know, it's a good thing to be on TV exactly yeah yeah and um but no i i'm really excited for uh uh this the second season whenever it comes mm-hmm. out i think i think it will come out maybe the end of this year yeah um i have a feeling i mean maybe they have to write some more scripts or something but um we haven't gotten any updates on that uh no as of recently um but no man i really enjoy this show um i give it a solid like out of five probably like a like a four out of five yeah, me too. Um, I was gonna say eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I but you know it does evoke a lot of the '80s stuff, and um, it just has it's just a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, so you know. Um, but check out the show if you guys can. I think it's only eight, nine episodes of Paramount Plus. Yeah, I think it's um, nine. 
had a great time with it. I think you all will. Uh, don't take it too seriously. Don't walk into it. Think it's going to be some gritty, uh, you know, thriller thing. It, it, like I mentioned, it's like Ted Lasso meets analyze this. It's going to be very comedic and charming, but it's going to have fun. It's going to have some serious stuff too. So, yeah. I mean, there we go. But, um, yeah, yeah guys, uh, Matt, was there anything else you wanted to mention about the show before we head out? Mm. Hey, Adrian, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Take it easy, guys. Yep. Peace. Thank you for tuning in.